Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, sometimes I watch them too. On today's episode of Cameron Reads Comics, Jesse and I are doing a series review on the latest MCU installment, WandaVision. Throughout this episode, we're going to be referring to our episodes on Avengers Disassembled, House of M, and The Vision, so make sure to go back and check those out. Just a heads up, we are going to be going into full spoilers for WandaVision, so consider yourself warned. Remember to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Cameron Reads Comics, and make sure to clobber the like and subscribe buttons, as well as leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Set three weeks after the events of Avengers Endgame, Wanda Maximoff and Vision are living an idyllic suburban life in the town of Westview, New Jersey, trying to conceal their true natures. As they begin to enter new decades and encounter television tropes, the couple suspects that things are not as they seem. Welcome, Jesse, back to a really important episode of Cameron Reads Comics. It is, this is a big one. We were just talking, and I think this is one of the most sought-after episodes because week to week, I we just get so many questions. I get so many questions about my thoughts on WandaVision and what's been happening. So now we are going to be here, and we are going to talk about this series because one of the... Within, obviously, I'd say within 2020, and obviously we're just at the very beginning of 2021, I think this is one of the most impactful series of television in the last two years. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and Marvel hasn't directly, Marvel Studios hasn't directly made a show. I mean, there's been Marvel shows, but... Like, kind of. Not, 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 nothing on this scale. That's what I'm saying. Agents right? of so, S.H.I.E.L.D. like happened, but I'm like... But nobody, yeah, nobody it, knows. For people, for people that, you know, that's not quite canon. It's canon what you make of it. But, um, yeah, so WandaVision, I guess we can, we've talked about the show at length. If you want to know some of our, like, mid-season review ideas, we did an episode on a mid-season review for WandaVision. So here we are now, series ended. We are going to be spoiling <laughs> the shit out of WandaVision. Yeah. So if you haven't watched, just stop. Stop listening to us. Go watch it. Also, also, We'll also, be here when you're done. We will we'll still be here. <laughs> can't confirm. Um, you can't, or not you, but like we, because of the demand and the questions we were getting, we're just going to do now because of this show, we're doing a weekly Falcon Winter Soldier review recap episode. And then we're going to do that episode for that week. will just be the uh, series review too. Yeah, so I think we should. Um, all right, let's get into it. Jesse, what did you, what did you think overall as the show? All the, uh, you know, not all the strings are wrapped up in a pretty bow, oh, but man. like, how are we feeling about, you know, the, the series as a whole? I feel good about it. I feel good about the series as a whole. Uh, not as hyped as I was when we did the mid-season review. Yeah. It didn't exactly land where I wanted it to, but yeah, that doesn't really, that doesn't impact what I thought. It was, it's a great show. I mean, they, they set out to tell this WandaVision story. Mm-hmm. And they 
they did what they set out to do. Whether I was, you know, you know what, you know what I think happens is my own theories are our theories and all of our speculation yeah. is it is it drives the hype up. And then when we don't get what we think is going to happen, it, it comes down a little bit. Right. Yeah. I think for me, that was, no, I, but that's my own fault. I know it's not your fault. Like, I think that's the problem and it's not Marvel's fault either. It's no one's fault. But like that's, that's what happens when you have a weekly release date. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're hundred percent right. Cause if we're watching a movie, yeah. we don't have time to theorize. We're just watching the movie. If, we have a full week. You and I are just sitting here like, what the hell is going on? You know? And yeah. it's fun to do that. So I don't, I don't mind that at all. I it's saw, just, it builds up, you know, my own thinking, you know, yeah. I'm like, this is what's going to happen. And then it doesn't. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> but the series was great, man. I loved it. I really did. Same, same. Um, I, I saw an article and it was like WandaVision fans are disappointed that there were payoffs on things that were there. There were not payoffs on things that were never promised to us. And I like really, I really appreciate that because also one of the biggest strengths in the Marvel universe is the slow burn, man. They, it took 20, 20 films to get (laughs) capped to say like, Avengers Assemble. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, and that's not spoilers for Endgame. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And you, you know what? You're right. That's that's something you would think that would be done in one of the Avengers movies before the 10-year mark. Yeah. <laughs> you know? that, was, that was the last scene of Age of Ultron where he says Avengers and then he's about to say it and it cuts. Right. Right. But, I mean, what do you what do you think, man? Do you like it? You loved it, right? Yeah. I, I, I think... I think like I'm like the the ramifications and the impact of this show and I just mean on the on the medium of television mm-hmm. was so impressive. So I I really liked it. Um I was kind of let down by some arcs. Uh there there was some speculation stuff that kind of didn't pan out in the way I wanted it to, but I realized I'm glad we didn't get mutants in this show. I yeah. think you know and I and, and I think the, the the impact of Wanda just finding out kind of the we talked about the, you and I like separately talked about the what's oh my gosh the they went back and changed the it. retconning of yeah, her, the, her the powers ret, yeah the retcon of her powers that she had them and the Infinity Stone like enhanced them so she was technically already a mutant like her and Pietro and for I, sure I re- that was enough for me I you mean know? so they so they did give us mutants in a way yeah and, and they it, fixed that whole I mean it was just a hole in the story they either closed or remolded it was it was that whole episode on its own was genius yeah showing why she had the show set up like a sitcom like going back to her family watching those sitcoms was brilliant yeah and also retconning that whole thing i mean that's what you can do on a show when you're telling it like oh this episode we're just gonna retcon that whole thing we did with the mindstone <laughs> Like, yeah, zip and actually, that shit. Actually, this kind of brings me to my next question. Overall, I was, I was pretty satisfied with the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily quite want what yeah. things are going to play out as they're going to play out. So I kind of don't set expectations. It's fun to speculate, but like, you know, really, I we're we're at the point again where we talked about last episode, last review, where w- with Marvel, I'm very satisfied in everything I get. Like, you know, what I mean, like, I don't think they're gonna steer me wrong. They've definitely earned my trust over over these mm-hmm. films, and so I'm just like, whatever they give me, like, I know it's well thought out, and I thought that this was seriously well thought out. So, it kind of brings me to my next question, which is. This series was really a focus on Wanda, and it kind of really gives a fuller, more complete arc of Wanda's story and her narrative. How did you feel about like kind of the full circle where she she gained the title of Scarlet Witch, and then she started leaning into chaos magic? Like how how did that resonate with you? 
reading all those books, I loved the whole chaos match. I was hyped. I was like, they, I, even before they said chaos magic, I was like, if they bring up chaos magic, I'm going to lose my shit. And they did. It was yeah. that episode was, was awesome. Um, I like that they gave her the Scarlet Witch name and I loved her outfit. It's right. It was yeah. so fucking cool. And it was so cool that they gave us the outfit kind of like in the vision before. Yes. You know, we had the yellow flash of light and then we had the outfit and everyone's like, what is that Cameron? And I'm like, that's just a regular costume. Yeah. That was, I got that question too. I was like, that is, that's, that's she, that's her. That's Scarlet Witch. Like people were like, who was that? I'm like, it was her. I'm like, guys, look at her Halloween costume. It was just, <laughs> it wasn't her in the, in the current time seeing herself. It was her when she was getting her, the, mm -hmm. like all so, so long ago, which she was like still a teenager. Yeah. It was her seeing herself as a Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. The only thing that I, that I really have a complaint about is, is it, it wrapped up too neatly and Disney ish for yeah. me like we, we had been reading these wanda stories and she ends up so broken right yeah and she didn't end up that way in my mind really at all yeah like it was just like oh it's all let's all hug and that's fine yeah that's fine for fans that you know they kind of made it like a a, a the story felt good yeah you know i'm gonna i'm good with that i just wanted like i i wanted more of a cliffhanger and not the end credit scene, like, okay. And you know, yeah, we, you and I were joking, or like, not joking, but like we were, we were speculating that I was like, oh, I think at the end credit scene, like it's gonna be Doctor Strange saying, Wanda, you need to stop, and then, and that's the thing, Wanda, you need to stop because she still has the whole Westview hex thing going on. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was gonna disappear. She, she got rid of it. Yeah, and like we kind of got an allusion to that, and that was a, that was a. Oh my gosh, guys! I I'm sorry for all my fans who like have Twitter and like don't watch it the day of, or like you know I deleted on the last day of the like series finale. Yeah, I deleted my Instagram and my Twitter off my phone because I was like I just don't need it to be spoiled. Like I don't want to. It's unfortunate that the internet has come to that because I saw like within my first you know I woke up at eight. I saw at eight thirty a a Doctor Strange hashtag and I was like, what the heck, man? Yeah, like, I, I saw, didn't want that. <laughs> I saw a Doctor Strange uh, mock up as well. And but that made me think I was gonna get Doctor Strange, which didn't make it. It didn't make watching it worse when I didn't get him. Like yeah. it was fine, but like that's an easy cameo. And the, and that was the thing like all along. Paul Paul Bettany talking about sharing the scene with basically himself was Ugh. full genius troll. But Elizabeth Olsen talking about there being a Luke Skywalker level cameo. There was not one. And if it was just White Vision, okay, I love that. I yeah. love Ghost Vision. I I thought it was a great part of the show but that's not luke skywalker or is it just that we get vision back i i don't know i don't know how early that interview was because i just thought the evan peters thing was just goat all time okay so i know you're gonna ask you know probably what my favorite moment was i don't know if yeah. for sure pietro showing up honestly same here that right? was the greatest but i'm going to say on the flip side of the coin the kyle boner or ralph boner thing yeah. like it was so such a fucking cop out like what the fuck was that dude it it was lame it was so lame i was gonna ask that was one of my questions so i guess if we go into favor let's just lean into how great that was for a second because the pietro thing yeah because the mid-season review it was amazing were, we lost our shit that's why we did a mid-season <laughs> review because pietro showed up at the door yes and like it was that was something that i was like all my my everyone who listened to that episode hit me up and they're like cameron you did not nearly talk about that enough and like 
you and I did our own speculation off the air, and that's why I'm like, we just need to do a weekly show because it when we can speculate to our audience and kind of like have those moments. <laughs> Uh, it's it's extra special, but like you know, what we thought that opened the door to, and then what it kind of didn't pay off to. I think at the end of the day, I'm okay with it because Ugh, no, you're not. I, I am no, okay with not. it. I'm not okay. Like the ending to his arc to really just kind of like it womp, was just womp, some womp. dude that lived in Westview that had a headshot that happened to be Evan Peters. Like it was a little, it was a little mean. <laughs> it was mean, but. But I'm okay with I'm okay with it because like again I don't need I don't need all of those universes to connect and we are going to be already guaranteed a multiverse so that head can like that canon is already in your head. Yeah, I get it. I get that. Did and it was like they gave you what you that big surprise and you were like oh my god we all freaked out but then they just took it away and he'll never be anything again that's it that's all that's no, no more quicksilver. Pietro's gone, right? He's just, was it Kyle Boner or Ralph Boner? I think it's Ralph. Ralph Boner, which is a, <laughs> I think it's a uh, Family Ties throwback. The neighbor kid's name was Boner. Oh, was it was, uh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains, right? Which is, yeah. Was I it just remember, pains? yeah, in my health class, they Boner yes, and, and What's-His-Face, like Mike went to some party and they Kirk got offered Cameron. cocaine. <laughs> oh, wow. That was in my health class and they were like, this is what's going to happen. And That was an episode? It really was. Wow, man. The 80s are wild. So that's, yeah. But anyways. Anyways. Man, so the, so He's the, gone. That's it. He's just a boner. The hype was real, boner but then killer. the payoff was not. Weak. It was so weak. I I liked it. I like, you know, I, it's fun because I'm also like, I don't want, I don't think the X-Men universe is perfect. Like, it, like you know, I mean, the Fox X-Men universe is perfect. You know, I think it kind of just goes down the middle of like either it's a stinker or it's or it's good. It and sucks. I'm like, it doesn't suck. <laughs> it sucks. But they didn't finish strong. You know what I mean? Those last two movies were just kind of sad. And like, I haven't seen New Mutants, so for those that want to know my thoughts on that, I just haven't seen it. Um, Neither have I. I'm not in a rush to see it either. But um, with, with 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 that, like, I think that the 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 nod to it was was very satisfying and enough for me. You know, they, they recognized that, you know, we have the right to these movies, but they also happened. And that was kind of fun. And, and his, for Ralph's, like the way he used his super speed was very fun. That's what I liked about it. Yeah. Hated it. <laughs> I just, I, I do think the ending was not satisfying at it, all. It wasn't. And, 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 you know, I do agree with you that like, I don't know. I'm agreeing with you. You didn't even really say it. I'm glad that he, that like he won't be a part of it. Like they're yeah. not going to use. I didn't want them to use all those actors. Yeah, I wanted them to make him new. Let's bring him in fresh and like MCU do their own thing with the mutants. But I don't know. It, that was like such a like it was such a like cool thing that was just such a letdown with just the explanation of what he was. Yeah. No. I I I completely agree. Um. The other thing, okay, if we're going to kind of go into... I only had two letdowns for the entire series, which okay. honestly shapes it up to be a great series. Mm -hmm. The one, the other arc that didn't pay off quite as what I wanted to was the sword leader guy. Yeah. I was kind of like... They're like, they're like here's how we're going to solve this dilemma. We're going to hit him... Like, we're going to car crash. Darcy's going to car crash into him. And it, I'm like, okay. I forgot about Darcy, too. And it was kind of... Um, for me to forget about her was like, I think, a little bit of a misstep as well. Because I was like, oh, yeah, Darcy's still in the hex driving the ice cream truck. Yeah. 
I liked that she showed up and she was like, hey, and then, and, <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. And or whatever the, she said. The one thing where they're like, Darcy said, like, you know, was it inv- the questioning after is for chumps or something? Yeah. Like, and, the, and, and you were you were you were right. Agatha was the main villain. I was, that is I was my wrong. actually probably even on par or just a hair under because the, the Quicksilver thing was a big deal on par with that. That was we. OK, so for the fans, I, I had to cut that whole part out because I had an old computer and it, all the audio got messed up for the last 15 minutes of our WandaVision. I don't know if it was review or our, or our vision review when we're talking about what we yeah, expected for vision. the show. Mm-hmm. I, I called it from the very beginning that Catherine Hahn Agnes was Agatha Harkness. Uh, and so she was, I can, I can uh, verify that he did call that. I have been preaching that. And I'm like, I think that is just the most perfect casting. And so that, that arc, even her, her okay, let's go. I loved her. What'd you think about her as a villain? I loved her as a character. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? What's the actress's name? Uh, Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn is fantastic. I love her in everything that she does. She's great. She was she was great as Agnes. She was great as Agatha. I was wrong. I thought at some point she was not going to be the main villain. I thought Sword Guy was going to be a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, he was a dick, but he wasn't a really villain, right? You, you like, were not the first person to say that you didn't think she was going to be the full villain. And... and while the last episode, she was definitely the main villain. I mean, they were fighting. Yeah. I still think that her intentions and they left the door open for her to not be the villain. Oh, yeah. Right? She is definitely coming back. Yeah, she's going to come back because she's going to, she, at some point, she's going to mentor Wanda just like she does in the books because Wanda, I mean, Wanda took her her rune thing and you know the rune thing was going to happen when she was like, oh, only the witches who cast the runes can use their magic, right? That was... I didn't see that coming, I, you know, because you see the fight scene and she's firing at the walls and I'm just like, well, I was like, okay, Wanda, like you're missing. And then it's like, boom, the runes come up and I'm like, oh my gosh, that yeah. was the most brilliant callback ever. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I, I saw it. I thought, I, I mean, the, her telling that, like, of course she's going to use it at some point because that was almost yeah. like her mentoring her just for that tiny little second that they had in the basement. But I loved her as a character. She's great, man. I love her. Yeah. I, I thought... Especially, too, because we, we read Vision, and that's very much just, like, the white picket fence lifestyle, and I'm a huge Sam Mendes fan. And, like, in Revolutionary Road, which is, I think, one of the movies I compare that story to, um, she plays David Harbour's wife, mm-hmm. who's, like, trying to have it all together and, like, you know, trying to portray the perfect American lifestyle. But then she, like, just, like, sobs to herself every night because she's just so dissatisfied in her marriage. And I was like, oh, my gosh, her just being a nose neighbor in – in this show that's kind of like nodding to that kind of lifestyle. I just loved, and obviously that's not what her, where her arc took her, but like, I just think her chops for acting are so great. Like Hannah and I always joke about Sam Rockwell. I think for supporting actresses, she is my like Sam Rockwell. I just think she's great in everything. She is. And and it's funny because the last like, you know, five years or so, she's been in a lot of like comedies, Yeah, you know? So you, you forget that when you see her in something serious that she can carry that role as well because you're so used to seeing, you know, like the stepbrothers like version of her. Because she's in quite a few movies where she's just hilarious. Yeah, and she was an SNL cast member. So it's like... Oh, shit. She was? I'm pretty sure. It was the years that I didn't watch. I mean, I like SNL, but I I don't remember her on it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a... I'm 99% sure she's a cast member. Yeah, I'm with you. I I can see that. There was years that the show wasn't good and I stopped watching. That's so, that's so funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? It depends on the cast, right? Like, yeah, but 
I thought it was. I thought her whole witch look too, with her black hands and everything at the end, like her fingers are all black and she was all witchy and. It ma- it makes me laugh. It doesn't say she was on it, so maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you're probably wrong. Oh what makes what makes you laugh? Uh, it makes me laugh that people didn't want people. My girlfriend's group chat in, in first school would go off like a- after every Friday after every episode. Yeah. And they'd be like, "Oh, I don't know if I don't know if Agatha, Agatha's the bad guy. She hasn't done anything so bad." And I was like. She kidnapped the children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what show are you watching? Yeah, they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, she lit like the entire episode eight where she's kind of manipulating Wanda and I'm like going taking her through the deepest tragedies of her life. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like she's also trying to like steal her magic. I think that, that what would yeah, what what do you think her main motivation was? Would you think it was trying to harness her abilities or like figure out what's going on? She I think she was trying to figure out what how she was doing what she was doing, for sure. And you know, why she was able to wield the magic that she wasn't trained to use properly. Right. Yeah. And how she was doing it. But yeah, she wanted to steal it, but she was more curious, I think, than, um, even when they're fighting at the end and, you know, she's telling her like, you know, you, you can't ha- like, you can't have these powers cause you can't handle it, which is almost like the doctor strange, like, you know, chaos yeah. magic. Like it's not a thing, you know? Yeah. And I um, like, I like the, the, the chaos magic they're using is like, we can tell like that is entirely different from doctor Strange's like wheelhouse. Like, and, and they were nodding into the Sorcerer Supreme. Like, yeah, that's all we got. That was the only thing we got for Doctor Strange. She mentioned, you can't, ha-, like she says, you, you're, you, uh, your power like matches that of the Sorcerer or it's, Supreme. Or it's stronger or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, Doctor Strange, is, that's all we're going to get is her mentioning him. Fuck. And then we got, you know, the, the astral projection, which is cool. The what? The astral projection. That the was what? The, her Wanda. At the very end, it was a post credit scene. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking, like, during the fight of, like, I was... Yeah. No, I thought you meant, like, Doctor Strange astral projection. Yeah, where she's yeah. goofing off at the end. That she's was, just goofing. Yeah, she was. She was straight goofball. Um, <laughs> just having some coffee in her socks and, you know, just sitting out on the cabin. It brings me back to actually something you said earlier that you, um, you mentioned with her like you kind of wanted to see her ended up end up being like more of a fraction of a human being right i mean just like really like shattered but um i think that we i think that they tried to lean into like we got that already um that's where the show began i think that's what the power and the strength of episode eight was because it's like you know because all of this is happening the death of vision and so many other like you know quicksilver all those things are happening kind of in they're small beats within the Avengers narrative. And so it's not like we could spend time with that character and kind of see her mourning. And so I think we kind of got that. That's what I loved about episode eight. You remember we, we, we got Agnes's reasons and we kind of like, they, they made us watch Wanda's tragic background. Mm -hmm. Like how did, how did you feel about her? Did you want more uh, of like uh, her sorrow? Did you want her to be like way more grieving or did you want, no, no. I mean, she was clearly grieving and some of the scenes that oh, I think that was episode eight where they're sitting on the bed, her and Vision, like that was so like great and beautiful. Oh my like gosh. Vision's always so like sentimental and like just like for not being human, like just nailing humanity. Yeah, humanity. I didn't want her to be more broken, but the stories that we've been reading of her, she is more broken, like big time. Yeah. I mean, she kills a lot of the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're gnarly ramifications, you know. And then in House of M, she realizes that she kills some of the Avengers, and that makes her even more broken. So I guess I was comparing it to the books too much, and and wanting more of that, like her 
that. I just thought that they were going to lean into the, that world more, and it's fine. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't hurt the show at the end. I I, I like the show. Yeah. How did you feel about her power levels uh, within this within this show? Because we saw, you know, what I mean, in House of M, she alters a globe. Yeah. Um, but um, for this one, she alters a city, and I'm I'm kind of okay with those stakes. Yeah, I'm okay with those stakes, and then finally, I think, you know, we've been t- we've been ranking uh, the Avengers powers power levels who's strongest right i'm always bitching that vision and wanda aren't especially vision isn't shown strong enough clearly wanda's they showed her strength if you've been paying attention you know that i mean she's gonna murk anybody's (laughs) but uh i'm like yeah there's 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 still time for avengers to die but anyways there is but i don't i don't feel like they're gonna go back into i mean i I, sure hope not you know like the multiverse of madness you know the Doctor Strange movie. I didn't realize that that movie's still like a year, two years off or something like that. Yeah, but I don't know. There, there's not. There's more time. Like there's other stuff coming out right no, now. No, yeah, no. And I'm I'm super hyped. I just don't time. think that they're. My thought was they're going to go into Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, and it was still going to be kind of based <laughs> off of like Avengers disassembled or House of N. I don't think that they're going to no. go in that direction anymore. So I was wrong for sure. I thought that that was going to be like the next arc, but no, I don't think so. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think. It was just, it's hard. It's hard to, I like, I like that we spent time with this character. And I think even with her just altering a city, it kind of leans into her biggest fear anyways. Like what's that? uh, Not being in control of her powers and being a weapon. Um, Also, you know what I realized too? Sword is called sentient weapon. That is founded because freaking Carol Danvers is a sentient weapon. Yeah, but it's not sentient weapon in the comic book. Yeah, no, I, but I just mean like for the sake of the movies. I'm like, and Maria, Maria Rambo. I just watched Captain Marvel last night. Yeah, Maria Rambo. Yeah, is the founder of it, and it's called Sentient Weapon. That's because her friend was literally became a. a she had she could blast photons out of her hands. Yeah, or whatever, you know. And I thought that the sword set up with the sentient weapon, and we talked about it uh, on the, one of the episodes that we did. Um, I thought that. They were talking about Wanda and her powers as the weapon, which they weren't. It was Vision. Which makes so much sense. It totally. Like, I was like, oh, yep, you're right. And you're right, yeah. Um, they, It just, honestly, this show kind of really showed how thoughtful Marvel is. And I'm like, that's one of the biggest strengths within this entire universe that we have. It's like, they, they're just so thoughtful in every decision they're making. And I'm a huge fan of their process. Yeah, I feel like Kevin Feige is just like laughing today at all of us, like <laughs> speculating so hard though. He's like, Haha, I didn't give you shit. Pietro ain't nothing. Boy. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And he, but he, they, he does a great job. They do a great job. I'm glad. I mean, I don't know if we, t- I don't think we talked about it. I thought that we were going to get like Ian McKellen Magneto or like oh, yeah. Charles Xavier, you know, I fully thought that that was going to happen. And I'm kind of glad that we didn't. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I, I, we said it off the cuff and uh, we were like, cause okay. So, What's what's this? What's the timeline of events? Elizabeth Olsen came out in an interview that said, "There's a Luke Skywalker level cameo." Yes, and I I don't remember if that was before uh, Evan Peters showed up or after. I don't remember. And then, and then Paul Bettany said that he uh, there's an actor he always wanted to work with. Right, and they shared the scene together. They shared a scene together, and it was fireworks. It was amazing. Yeah, the dude was talking about himself. Which is that's what we realized, dude. That we realized he's talking like just trolling. Yeah, and that seems like a thing he would do. He seems like a cheeky fella, right? Yeah, exactly. It would, be, it would be totally like the most coy move in the world. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I, I love that kind of stuff that we were trolled that bad. 
Um, but let's talk about this, that him sharing that scene with himself. I mean, how did you feel about Ghost Vision? Are we are we calling him Ghost Vision? Are we call, what his what is he technically call, right? He's White Vision. Ghost Vision. Ghost Vision, Vision. Right. I like calling him Ghost Vision. Yeah, he looks cool. He looks cool. And you know, it kind of is Ghost Vision because he is. He's the shell of Vision after he dies. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think, first and foremost, that costume was so freaking cool. And, like, the formal, like, ghost vision. Like, I think I think they the, the power that they gave him at the top of his head, I think that's arc reactor technology. I think that's kind of what was happening there. Mm -hmm. um, because if you look at the shape compared to other Iron Man suits, like, it's very similar. Or right. Other arc reactor tech, it's very similar. Um, so that's, that's a, an illusion there. The most special thing about Vision talking to himself was that you and I were having a separate conversation, not even comic book related, and we were, I brought up the ship of Theseus. Oh, yes. The example. And so when they were talking, like, and I mean like two weeks ago, like we recently. Did, we were talking about this, and it was funny. I, you you and Jimmy were having a conversation, and I walked into it. Yeah. and But we talked about it for a long enough time to where we all were like, I, we don't want to think about this anymore. My head hurts. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like I don't really... I'm like, this is a fun conversation topic, but I have no, there's no answers. You know what I mean? And well, then, Vision ans fully answers it. I think he's right. They're, they're both in there neither because the rot isn't the ship and then the, you know, the new boards aren't the ship either. Right. Which I'm like, that's brilliant. <laughs> so he said that there are two different things that are the same. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I guess the most impactful part was we got, I think we, I think Vision's arc in this story he was a little underserved, but it's also he was a projection. He was like a memory the whole time. I don't think that he was underserved. I mean, I really felt like this was Wanda's story, and, and, and I'm you know? glad with that. Like, I just really love Vision, so I'm like, I'm like any anything we can get. And I think Paul John, Paul Bettany's the most charismatic, charming. So I wanted the maximum screen time. With I him. mean, you got him back. You're right. You're right. And we got him back now. And you, do you think so? I was always when Shuri like downloaded his consciousness, which she definitely did. Go back, go back and watch those movies. She definitely did. I think that they did that. Like as like a just in case. Yeah. I think that that was before that they had this show planned. Right. Yeah. So I think that Shuri thing was like, just in case we need vision to come back this way, we're going to, because it was only a second you miss it. Right. And then they did it this way. And at that, you know, we don't need that anymore because vision gave vision his Vision gave Ghost Vision his memories back. W Wanda gave Ghost Vision his memories back. Because oh, you're right. Jeez, I didn't think about that. Because like it's he was the existing part of the, and, and you know that all makes sense. She's like, he's like, where did I come from? And she's like, you were the part of the Mind Stone that stayed with me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, number one, that's beautiful. And then number two is like he was able to give that new conscience consciousness to himself. But like House of M that we were talking about, or uh, or I think it was in the Vision. There's just go listen to those episodes, by the way. But um, I'm like, if you've already listened to other three that we talked about, to go listen to those, go listen to those. Um, <laughs> I'm like, we mention it all the time. But with Ghost Vision, he, I think it's gonna be like that scene in in uh, Tom King's Vision where he is not himself. Like he says, "Oh, I'm not your father to the sons," right. or or he goes, he's like. I'm not who you remember me as. And I think that is going to lead to further plots down the road. I think that's actually what's going to happen. I don't think he's going that he, he has some of the consciousness, but like, you know, if it was true vision, he would have stayed and fought sword and Agatha, but he didn't. Yeah. I think he needed to go discover things. And yeah. So it was too much. He was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And so I think that's what we're going to, I think that's the next move. Did you like that fight between them two? Yes, it was beautiful and it was cool. And I think I sent you a frame that, it it resembled Vision's fight with Ultron. Yeah, it was the same when they were hovering in the room talking. Um, 
there was a lot of memes that was, you know, as he grabbed Vision's like mindstone to rip it out, yeah. right? He phased. Yeah, yeah. People were like, why didn't you do that the first time? Like, why didn't you do that when Thanos grabbed your ass? But <laughs> there's, there was a, they, they mentioned it at some point. He got stabbed by the alien and he couldn't phase. There yeah, was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It broke him. Yeah. Oh my, it's so thoughtful. But I haven't still, noticed any of that. Yeah. Yeah, but still, you know, a lot of people were like, hey, why didn't you do that when Thanos grabbed you? Well, he was, he was hurt and he couldn't phase. Um, but that was awesome. They were phasing back and forth and it was just super cool. It was, yeah, no, that fight was excellent, excellent. It, it excellent. was honestly, it was one of the, I mean, Vision doesn't have too many, you know, screen fights where he where it lets him showcase his power, you know? And I was glad that we got to see a little bit of like what he can do because he's super powerful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like to see, I, I just, again, I think the new Vision costume is so freaking cool. And I think, you know, maybe I'm losing my mind, but I feel like as he, as he continues, I think that he'll gain more colors. Like, remember when he just, like, willed, like, he projected his cape onto himself after seeing Thor, like, in Ultron? Yeah. He didn't have a cape before? I think that he's going to project himself to have color. Yeah, but I think he's going to rock as that white for a little while. I'm okay. Yeah, like a movie or two? I'm okay with that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, Maybe, maybe Avengers AI, which is, like, an artificial robot Avengers team. Maybe, maybe. I thought I heard that James Spader was cast in this movie, or in this series, and then we never saw him at all. Uh, well, he... It would, he would have been Ultron, obviously. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, I was just surprised. I just. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I thought I heard that. I didn't maybe. check the IMDb page, but you know that's what I get. Um, when it comes down to the format of the series, because that it was so interesting and it was so unique. How did you feel? Uh, or what was your favorite sitcom style that they leaned into of those episodes? Well, which one was your favorite? Oh, I um I did not like the first go. The first couple couple uh episodes um like we talked about before super cringy for me yeah i didn't dig it i've learned i've i've learned i've come to love them like on rewatching yeah. it now that i know like what the those meant to her yeah like it makes it better but at first i was like e god this is stupid oh my gosh after episode eight episode eight oh yeah it was great um i think probably the malcolm in the middle uh, or the like office, uh, modern family, the newer ones yeah, were cool for, I liked them a lot. I like this a lot. I like, I really, I think my favorite one was the Malcolm in the middle one because I just was a huge Malcolm in the middle fan when yeah. I was a kid and like they leaned all the way into it. And then in that same episode, we got the allusions to their actual comic book costumes. Yeah. It through the Halloween gear. I absolutely adored and you know, and that's, and that, because of that, that's, because of them showing that and then them showing Catherine Hahn as a witch in that, like in her Halloween costume, mm-hmm. that's yeah. when I knew. I was like, oh, yeah, she's But 100%. you already knew it, dude. Kudos to you for figuring that, that out. That's just the greatest Good pride of you. my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, the sword guy, that was, a, that was a mystery. Also, wait, just another weird side note. The child actress who's in Captain Marvel who plays Monica yeah. and then Tiana Paris who actually plays her in the series. Right. The likeness is incredible. I got to go back and watch uh, Captain Marvel. It's honestly a better, it's, it's one of, I don't know, more, the more times I watch it, the more times I like it. I think it's a pretty good flick. Um, okay. So that was your favorite sitcom style. I mean, should we like fill everybody in on the whole photon thing? I feel like people yeah. aren't really like, you know, it shows that she's got her powers and she like takes some bullets and you're like, what is happening? Right? Like she's photon. That's the, her character in the comics. Yeah. So the way I describe her, um, photon is, so honestly, you know, I don't want to be mean. I'm not trying to be sexist. I just think this is how I see it. 
I think Captain Marvel is a B-list hero. I just think that she's not the most popular, but the fans that really love her love her. I really love Captain Marvel. Um, Photon is a C-list character, so to the point where I've never read a comic with Photon in it, so there's not much I could tell you about her. Yeah, and we had this conversation last time. I was saying that at, at, at a certain extent, Wanda's a B-list character as well. Oh, yeah, I'd say Wanda and Vision are definitely yeah. B-list characters. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's like... You think the A-list, I, I, there's the holy trinity of of the Avengers, which are Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. Like, if, in every staple Avenger team, they're right. pretty much there. Yeah. So, you know, except for, like, the new Avengers, but that's it's a new Avengers team. Um, so I think that with with them, that's that's one of the key details in that – or, like, within Photon. So I'm like, that's that's – I guess we never even told them who Photon is. Yeah, that's what I, I feel like you got a lot of listeners that might want answers that we're not giving them on certain things. You know yeah. What I mean? Okay, so Maria it was Carol's friend, and Photon pretty much is actually the first person before Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers in the comics was Ms. Marvel. There was a green dude who was from the planet Hala, who is home of the Kree race. So remembering Captain Marvel, the Kree and the Skrulls are at war. Um... One of the leaders of the Kree is actually, um, he's named Marvell, M-A-R-V-E-L-L, and that was the first Captain Marvel. But he comes on Earth, becomes a hero, has a cool color scheme, whatever, la la la. la, la. He dies of cancer in a very famous story called The Death of Captain Marvel. During this time, Carol Danvers in the 70s had come up as Ms. Marvel, so just like, you know, Batgirl, for all intents and purposes. Sure. She is... Actually, I guess some, at some point in the comics when Monica comes out, because Monica had a big afro in the comics too. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the photon costume and then you look at uh, the sword costume that she has, you can see the sword influence on the photon costume. Yeah, gotcha. or, or the other way around. Um, and she she is the first person to actually at post, post Captain Marvel or Marvel. She is the first person to ever be, become Captain Marvel. Photon is. Yes. Okay. Monica. And so that's something I knew about that. But then it's really when the Kelly Sue DeConnick run happens that Carol stops being Ms. Marvel and she becomes official Captain Marvel as we know her as like Brie Larson in that full appearance. And so that's really about as much as I know about Monica. She is cool. I think her powers are going to be very similar to Carol's. I don't know where they come from. They will... Who knows where they came from in the comic book, but they came, they came from yeah. Wanda and the Hex in the show. Yes. And yeah, how'd you feel about that? How, how'd you feel about the Hex having abilities to alter the things around it? I felt good where it, where it, where it went to give her those powers. For a second, I was like, oh, this is how they're going to explain mutants. What did, and that didn't sit well with me because yeah. the whole thing with the mutants and the whole reason that they wrote them was because mutants are born with that and they can't change who they are yeah they can't control it so for a second i'm like man if they if they explain mutants with the hex like that is going to be a humongous misstep which they didn't it's fine so i felt good where it where it went um also i I was i was telling you that i saw a tweet and this is great this isn't this isn't canon but i'm going to think that it's canon so monica's mom dies of cancer Mm -hmm. while she's gone Mm. right and so people were saying when when Miss Marvel, when Carol shows back up in Endgame and she's got the short hair, which is a look that she has in the comic books. I mean, yeah. she definitely has a short hair, which was a nod to that. But people were saying, let's just pretend like the reason that Carol has short hair was because 
Monica's mom, what was her name? What's her name? Maria. M- Maria was going through chemo. And mm-hmm. so as a show, like a sign of like, you know, you know, trying to help her friend when she was going through chemo and, and had to shave her head that Miss Marvel actually shaved her head as well to show her that, you know, she didn't have to go through it alone, which is like, I don't, whether that's actual canon or not, like it's probably not, but let's pretend it is because it's yeah. so, it's so sweet. That's a wholesome. Yeah. Isn't it? And Maria is actually upon rewatching. I highly go recommend watch uh, Captain Marvel. Maria is such a great character and she's so sweet. Like, yeah. She didn't, she didn't go on a life uh, endangering mission because she wanted to make sure her daughter was safe, which right. is like, Oh, I love that. Yeah, so, totally. Um, and then also, you know, what it made me realize as you were saying that Marvell died of cancer. That is a nod to, yeah, um, I think yeah. that's, I think mm-hmm. makes sense. I, I think Marvel is that thoughtful. Yeah. That would be a oh, nod they totally are. to that. And every, every little thing that they do is not, <laughs> to be honest with you, I think that they put in so many little Easter eggs. Like they were fully fucking trolling us. Oh yeah. Like with all the little like Mephesto or nightmare in the windows like there was so many they were doing it just to mess with everybody i think nightmare is going to be the villain of the doctor strange movie i think that's what's gonna i think doctor strange we might have said this or i've said this to you but doctor strange i believe is going to be a trilogy and then the third movie will be mordo but the second one i think is going to be nightmare yeah i don't disagree i there's a lot of did you look into any of the stuff surrounding the book that wanda ended up with or she was reading at the end because i didn't understand any of that Yes, that was the book that was missing from the like library in Doctor Strange. And I looked it up and it's like the book of Chahuth. Chahuth. Oh, yes. You know, it's and he's he's kind of like your Dormammu like world eater. Right. He's like older than the universe. And he's I believe he's trapped in the book. I think he's trapped in that book. And and there's a. There's a newer Scarlet Witch run, which I you might have. No, I don't think you have it. I'm buying it. You're it's buying the it. James Robinson. Scarlet and I think Witch that run. that's the. I think that's the story with him and her, where she actually lets him out. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, and in that and that storyline, it shows that like Magneto's not her father. She comes from a long line of other Scarlet Witches. Like yeah. her mom was a Scarlet Witch, and her grandma was a Scarlet Witch, and it's kind of like a new take on her story. Um, but. Did we talk about how you see her? Like, do you see her as an X-Men character or an Avenger? Yeah, you asked me that before. And um, reading the X-Men books when I was younger, I thought of her as an X character. Yeah. But now reading more source material that you've given me, yeah, I she's more of an Avenger character. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I just... Because I, I read X-Men, but I don't read that much X-Men. But even in the X-Men I read, she rarely, if ever, pops right. up. Yeah. So... I'm a huge, huge fan of her. Um, did this did this change how you did the series at all, or like on the stories we've read? How do you feel about Wanda now, based on, like, has any of your, have any of your thoughts changed? Uh, as far as her in the MCU, like, uh, just how you see her as a character. Yeah, her in the MCU or her as a character. Like, like, is is she more favorable? Because I'm like, if anything, I think I kind of walked out liking Wanda so much more. Yeah, she, she. I don't think that she was ever done too much uh, service in in those movies. So giving her her own series and like so much screen time and like fleshing out everything and just kind of giving her like room to like work within the character as an actress, you know, I thought, yeah, I I like her a lot better. And Vision too. And Vision as well. Like he's like, he's awesome. 
Oh my gosh, and I just don't know. He if cries any... at the end. Is he? He can't cry. A he can't even can't cry. cry. Robot know. can't cry, man. It was beautiful. Avery was bawling her eyes out. Oh my gosh! First, and the then... kids get phased out. She was like, "Oh my god!" And then that happened. I was like, "Avery, you're gonna have to take it down a couple notches because I'm trying good. to watch this." <laughs> <laughs> like you, you're like, stop crying. Actually, oh my gosh! Now I think about it, the finale is the only episode I didn't watch twice. I'll probably watch it again though. Uh, yeah, I watched it twice because I felt like I, I needed. I, I I did not. It didn't. Because Avery was bawling. <sighs> Avery's so bawling. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, I didn't. I didn't like it at first. Yeah, I it remember was, that. It was very like ah, I was so hyped, and then it was just like oh, okay. And the all direct, right, I feel let's... bad for the director Matt Shackman because he. I feel like there's so much. Remember, we had so much time to like anticipate what's going to happen. Oh, mutants! He's going to say no yeah. more mutants. Hex the whole world. Whatever. You know, Galactus is going to come. Yeah, <laughs> and Galactus gonna, is going to come. Holy they're, shit! They're going to resolve that in an hour. Yeah. You know? And so, um, I feel bad for the pressure that was put on him. But otherwise, I think I was like pretty much left mostly satisfied. Yeah, uh, I was too. Uh, like I said, upon second viewing, like it was like okay, okay, a little bit happier there. No cliffhanger, but okay. Okay. I got it. Yeah, I got I got two more questions for you. Um, first and foremost, may I think since you told me your answer has changed, but what do you rate this series out of ten? No, I I I know that I told you that, and that was after the first viewing. But I think that it stands pretty much true. I think that it's a seven. Yeah, it's a, a solid seven. It's a, it's a, it's a very solid seven. Yeah, I think Marvel did a great job with their first show, um, mm. and I thought that there was, I thought there there was episodes that were close to tens yeah definitely nines in there but there was also a couple that were like sixes and like fives like the first couple episodes i didn't really dig you know like it didn't get first there. two wait, wait wait so i know you didn't like the first two the finale wasn't everything i didn't you like the first two and the finale fell flat for me okay so three out of nine yeah no that'd be like a 66 percent. so yeah. round up that seven mm-hmm. that's that's fair um i'd give it a little bit higher honestly i think i'd give it like a like an 8.7 mm-hmm. like i just think it's it's very close to a nine maybe like maybe an 8.8 i just think it's very close to a nine because i like the exploration in, into tv and then the justification they gave us as to why that you know they, what why they even chose the kind of series that they modeled them after you know like yeah one that whole arc in that episode was like so beautiful and then she loved malcolm in the middle and then vision that moment when vision comes to her it comes into her room and it's like you know what? What is pain if not love persevering? And that like, was such a great line, most perfect line. And, and also, I just love, absolutely love. I don't know where this started, but they started dressing Vision like he he dresses like, you know, almost pretty much like Dick Van Dyke in in uh, his casual wear. When yeah. he, he's a robot, but you'll see him wearing a turtleneck sweater, or you'll mm-hmm. see him wearing a collared shirt, and he'll like tuck in his pants and his trousers and try and like be human and. Obviously, his his voice is the most dreamy thing, but it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm in love with the robot too. <laughs> I can't want some robot dick. I'm like, you know, they had kids. <laughs> if she could make kids, I could make kids with vision. I like, gladly would. I get a dog named Sparky. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but her, uh, him coming in, and just being like that human to her, because it, it also reminds me of the scene in in Civil War when he's trying to make like. Whatever that soup was for her. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> whatever that goulash was. Yeah, it was like goulash yeah. or something. And he's, it's like he's like a paprikash. That's what it was. And so I was like, man, I just freaking love him. And and I can see. I didn't know if they gave us enough reasons on like why they were actually in love, I mean, or why they were together. I think that series in those moments gave us those. In 
I really like the time they spent with that. Yeah, me too. I, I, I do not disagree with that. And so then, yeah, no, that's why, that's why I give it that rating. And then all the cool TV stuff they did that like I needed to watch twice, like all the, the, the way they used commercial breaks and, you know, the color within the black and white world. I was like, wow, these are like so neat. And I just thought, yeah, so fun. I just wish it would, it was, I, I just wish it made not made more sense. I just wish like upon, upon initial viewing that, you know, you got those references or like it all made more cohesive sense. Like, you know, you can watch the series twice and it'll, this series will be better the second time you watch it. Yeah. And, and I think that's how we need this perspective that we have learned from this series is what we need to take into every Marvel, a Disney plus series is that we can't be looking at it episodically. We need to look at the entire narrative. Yeah. And I'm excited to do, you know, episodic, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldiers, and I'm also really excited for that series because I don't have any theories. Yeah, that was my that was my next question: was what are your expectations? I my expectations for that show. They said it's going to be way more action, Marvel. You know, our, our the, traditional bread and butter. And I can't wait because I had all these theories: Magneto, Xavier, mutants, help. What X Men is going to show up? I don't expect any of that out of uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And if they give it, if they give me some some things that I'm not expecting, that's gonna be great. I'm gonna be super hyped, and we're gonna talk about it. But um, I'm just I'm just more hyped to watch with like um, just as a fan, really. You know? Yeah, I think what I'm most excited for that show is like number one, we all the fans love the dynamic between Bucky and Sam. I think. Yeah. It's going to be a show about legacy, which I'm I'm very excited for them to lean into and like tradition within the Marvel universe. Uh, it's I just think it's going to be so good. It's going to be and like they don't you know all the trailers are leaning into their dynamic of not liking to work together. Yeah, I think Falcon all the Falcon flight sequences and all the movies have been sick, and so you know whatever like let's just say we're going to get total thirty minutes of that throughout the eight episode season. Gladly going to take that in, and then. Uh, Zemo's my freaking favorite. I'm MCU. so glad they gave him the beanie too, right? Oh, or like the yeah. w- whatever you want to call the purple it. Purple mask. The, yeah, the baklava thing, whatever. The paprikash on his face. Yeah, whatever. Can I? So in some of the trailers, like you see, um, you see Sam throwing the the shield. Yeah. You know how? I mean, how are they? I mean, the reason the Cap could do that is because he's like a super soldier, right? He's throwing that thing around and it's like bouncing and always coming back to him. I don't think he, Sam's going to be able to do that. He can't, right? And like, are they going to make like he um he can't? I mean, he can't. You know, as this, I know Bucky can. Bucky can because he's a super soldier. Yeah. Um. With with Sam, I I don't know. You know what? The the reasons I think he can do it are because okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. You explain this, but I just thought of something. Vibranium super like I think it's lightweight. You know, to the point where yeah. where freaking Black Panther can wear it. Uh, and so, but also that shield is has it's perfectly balanced. Do you know what I mean it's like the way it? I don't want for no other the physics and the acoustics work. <laughs> you know the when he when he beats it on a drum. You know <laughs> the acoustics <laughs> of the shield when he throws it. It's like. If obviously a frisbee, and so I think he's able to kind of use that. It's not quite strength as much as it is like the balance. That makes of sense the when you just said it's like a frisbee. Like there you go. Okay, I'm I'm gonna start theorizing. But yeah, <laughs> okay. And where's your, now? What are you theorizing? Like that show is gonna have. That show's gonna have Sam kind of have a run as Captain America, right? Yeah. And then it's gonna end with 
Bucky becoming Captain America? Oh, really? I don't think so. No, because I, I always, I yeah, I think one of them's got to be. There's got to, there has to be a Cap at some point, though. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Falcon Cap. I think he, that's where it's it gonna will place. be for sure in the show. I think. <clears throat> Who? Falcon. Oh yeah, I think. But I'm just saying, hey, it could end up being Bucky. I think that makes more sense. I think Bucky's going to lean into the. I think, you know, okay, so remember our biggest qualm with Rise of Skywalker, where Rey changed her last name? One, one of the biggest qualms. Okay, so the ending of Rey, where they're like, what's your last name or whatever? Who are you? And yeah. It's like Rey Skywalker. Yeah. And it's like, no, you should you should own that you're a Palpatine and change your name. You know what I mean? Like, give that new meaning. I think he, Bucky's going to do that with the Winter Soldier moniker. Or maybe he'll just be the freaking White Wolf the whole time, you know? Oh, I forgot about the White Wolf. I don't even know if that's a good like, this is guys okay now you're starting to see where my marvel knowledge is limited because i just don't even know who the white wolf is i don't know if that was the title for the movie or that's like an actual thing no the white wolf is part of the comics he was he was actually uh t'challa's brother he became like his brother but he was he was living and helping the wakandans fight whatever stuff that they were going through so he he was that during i feel like he he became a big part of the black panther storyline it was you know great you know T'Challa and the, his brother the White Wolf because he's yeah. obviously you know he's white. There's the Black Panther, the White Wolf. <laughs> yeah, little on the nose, Marvel, but yeah. bingo. <laughs> uh, Let's call it what it is. Yeah, so I think that's what's going to happen there. Um, okay, that's... but is the Winter Soldier? I mean, it, they've never shown that to be like a negative thing. Yeah, they have. He's like the villain of Captain America too. No, I know. Okay, <laughs> but like, it's not like you're the win- like it's not like you're the Winter Soldier. Like you're Thanos. Um, well, yeah, and that's kind of the nature of that narrative is that he, he wasn't quite the villain, but I don't know, like, how's this? He's not proud of what he did as the Winter Soldier. Fuck no. And that's what I mean. And that's why it's the bad thing. <laughs> he killed Tony's family. Oh my gosh. I loved that. That's my favorite movie still to this day. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. One last, one last, last, last Okay. Question. We can be here. Where day. does this uh, show WandaVision rank amongst like your other MCU properties? Like, okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you have a ranking in your head and we don't need to go through the full ranking. Yeah. There's too many movies, but like, where does, where does it sit? Um, I, it's in, you mean like, is it in the top 10? Yes. Sure. We're in the top 10. Obviously, oh, God, you're like top three. On. Now I got, see if I, no, I can't say top three cause I gave it a seven. Uh, you gave it a seven. I can't be like, Oh, top three. It's seven, a seven. But boy. Se- seven's for the standard like for the standard you know what i mean like like it, it, it's very fulfilling content like okay uh i think i think another seven would be like captain marvel like it's a good it's yeah a good overall yes. movie yeah is it above or below captain marvel uh it is above captain captain marvel is it above or below ultron oh it's above ultron is captain marvel above ultron yes okay that's probably like one like like the boom boom uh and then okay where does it sit behind thor number one Oh. Not Thor number three. No, because I love that one so yeah. much. Uh, it is. It was better than Thor one. Okay. Yeah. It so was. that's and wh- definitely better than Thor two. So I'm gonna give that for you. That's gonna be like seven or eight territory. Yeah. Like within that ten. Yeah. Sure. Um, for me, I'd probably put it around the same area. Yeah. You know, that could be a fun episode or a two-parter. Is our definitive ranking of the Marvel films as of. We can do that post Winter Soldier. That'd be fun. I looked at the the uh, like upcoming schedule too. It wasn't what I thought. I, I was like, oh, these are the movies that are coming out this year. 
It's Black Widow. Eternals. No, Shang Chi. Eternals is coming out. Before I know. Shang-Chi. No, no, it's not. They got pushed to like November. It's it's Black Widow. I just saw it. Black You're Widow, right, right. Shang Chi. Uh, Shang Chi's July. Yeah, uh, Eternals, and then Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man's September. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's four movies in a year. I love that's this. four movies in like the next six months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll go, I got to go look that up and then update our schedule. And then I our schedule's already thrown off because I thought that only two episodes of Invincible were going to come out. And now they're on the first day, there's three episodes. And so now I got to push that it's a week. Fine. It'll be fine. But also, super excited for more B characters like Shang-Chi because I don't know who he is, but I am about some kung fu, man. There is a great... I, I haven't read very much Shang-Chi, but there's a great... Like, literally, I read one issue this year of Gene Loon Yang's uh, Shang-Chi. He did, like, a five-issue series. Mm-hmm. I would gladly read that because I think that is... He's one of my favorite writers just right now, everything I'm reading from him. And he's an Asian-American writing about an Asian-American, so... Yeah, I'm kind of glad that, like, we're... You know, you you, you we might have got that, or I thought I was going to get that with Iron Fist. Yeah. And I'm glad that I'm not getting the Iron Fist because that was whatever. I'm glad that they've got like an all Asian cast to like play like the Kung Fu, you yeah. know, like not Iron Fist. And Simu Liu like looks so freaking cool. Like yeah. I, when I look at him, I'm like, you look so cool. You, there's so much potential with you. And like you see in his social media posts, like the pride that he has after working on that property, which yeah. is just, you know, that's what you want to see. Totally. So anyways, all right, well, that's what we got for you today. Be, you know, stick around because we are going to be going over all the Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff. We read Invincible. We are going to, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, we're going to be reading Cap Winter Soldier and we're going to be reading the first volume of the Sam Wilson Captain America run. I think also if there's any questions that anybody has and wants to like DM either one of us to like address on the show, because we're just like spitballing going over. And if people have like specific questions on our thoughts on on stuff, like... DM some questions and we'll, we'll answer them. Yeah, DM Camera Reads Comics on Instagram. And if I get them before we record, especially for Falcon Winter Soldier, yeah. um, let me know. Also, you can email camerareadscomics at gmail.com and I'll gladly like put those together. And you know that could be really fun for speculation purposes. Totally. Whatever it be. So you know those are the best places to contact us. Remember to go follow us on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram at Camera Reads Comics. Uh, sub- like and subscribe and make sure you clobber that like button. We love you. Thank you, Jesse, for being here. And that that is that for us. Adios. Adios.